And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to Grisha Cast, episode 73. In this episode, we will be discussing episode 3 from Netflix Shadow and Bone, Ot Kazatsia. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry. From Nashville, Tennessee, this is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by the human rights activist who bravely speaks up even when advised not to comment, Lee Bardugo. Moi Savayeni, casters. Hello. Oh, we got some listener cities. We do. First, we have Bogota, Colombia. Oh, that sounds nice. Everybody, everywhere sounds so, so nice. <laughs> everywhere but here. Yeah. And next, we've got Denton, Texas. Thank you, listeners. Thank you. We appreciate every single one of you. So much. So much. So for those of you that want to support our podcast a little more and reap the rewards, we now have Patreon. Each tier will receive a video of us and an exclusive access to a new segment, GrishaCast After. Where we talk a little bit about the Grishaverse and a lot about being best friends. There are also tiers that grant you a co-producer and even a co-host status. Check us out at patreon.com forward slash GrishaCast or follow the link at GrishaCast.com. Yeah, and we've even got some like really cool videos where like I try to teach you Ravkin. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Come on, Sesame Street. And we're going to have so many things. We are. We're so like, many. Oh, so, we've got something very special for you all. This this podcast. <laughs> I was about this to week? say this evening, and I was like, wait a minute. No. <laughs> so, we have a very special guest. We are celebrating this person's birthday. Woohoo! They were born and brought into this world and brought us wonderful art and the and loves the Grishaverse as much as we do. Real quickly, we're going to, this is dedicated to her. The power of Christ compelled you. Oh, my God. Happy birthday, Kendra. Happy birthday. Yay. <laughs> That's the best introduction ever. Oh, my I God. Think. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to do it every year. So. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's awesome. So did you have a good birthday? I did. Yes. Thank you. I can't even believe I'm like officially an adult now. Like that seems pretty bonkers to me. Wow. Well, girl, what kind of cake did you eat? I had a chocolate cake with like buttercream frosting and it was delicious. I bet. So good. <laughs> sounds really good. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just like, I haven't had. Yeah. Birthday cake is kind of. It's my thing. thing. Yeah. And unfortunately, since I've gotten COVID, like I had it, like I still can't smell and taste everything the way that I did before. It's so weird. And my birthday was on Christmas Eve. And like I had someone make this like white chocolate like cake for me. And it was every time I ate it, it tasted different. Like sometimes I couldn't taste it. Sometimes I could. Sometimes it tasted a little bit. It was never the same thing. Hey, well, at least it's ex- it's an experience, but um. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, 
something new every time. <laughs> totally. So we are so happy to have you. And um, you you were a guest. You were one of our very first guests. Mm-hmm. And you like you create some beautiful, amazing music about the Grishaverse. And I know that you've been working on it and creating more. And you just released another one that like is beautiful. Fallen. Is that correct? Yes, that's it. I've had it in my head all day. (laughs) That's amazing. Thank you. I think I really love it so much because the lyrics are beautiful, Mm -hmm. but I also just love the way that it's your, I guess, Alina and the Darkling, their story to me is just, I don't know. I just, I love it. And I love that you went for something new because you always, didn't you, you always used to like just write about the Six of Crows? Like those are like, so I love that you did the Darkling and Alina and Fallen. Like, that's amazing. Like, it's just, it's really cool. So for you listeners out there, just hop on over to GrishaCast.com and look for links from the show and you will find the link to her lyric video of Fallen. So it's amazing. It really is. So thank you so much. <laughs> so before we get off that subject, do you, what are like, do you have any future like plans and ideas or things that you want to do with like songwriting and singing? I do. Yes. I am hoping to release um, a fifth song in the next few months. And it is based off of Zoya, which oh I'm God. very excited about. Uh, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> I'm about to have a heart attack. Okay. Amazing. <laughs> that will be like our anthem. My anthem. <laughs> awesome. Oh, my God. Okay. Thank if I you. Get I'm I... super excited. Yes. What inspired you to do it to do a song about Zoya? Uh oh, we froze for a second, but it's okay. Kendra, are you there? Oh no! Wait, she's coming back. Can you hear me? There you are. <laughs> yeah, and we don't edit this show. We we're just gonna keep that okay. in there. So, cool. did you hear what I asked? <laughs> I did not. I'm sorry. Okay. What inspired you to write a song about Zoya? Well, um, I actually started writing the song before I decided to write about Zoya. I had a baseline idea for the song, which was the very first time I'd ever written that way. Usually I write with chords first. And it was... Um, for a production class that I was taking, my homework was to write a song based off of a bass line that I came up with. So I wrote like the first verse and I was like, oh my gosh, this is a Zoya song. I'm so excited. And it just hit me. And so um, I've included some stormy elements, so to speak. <gasps> That's awesome. You know, in honor of her, of course. Um, so yes, I'm very excited. Oh my gosh. And I'm excited now because... I- Listener, she has not finished Rule of Wolves. So that Zoya story in Rule of Wolves is incredible. It's so cool. I'm so excited to read it. <laughs> You're going to love it. Um, which, by the way, segues into the show. The show, I think it's so weird watching 
Zoya's character because she's so like she doesn't have a huge part in season one at all. No, it was bizarre for me because I remember her character so differently. And I think that, you know, the actress who plays her is fantastic, but I was kind of thrown off because I was in the middle of a reread of King of Scars when the show first came out. And so I was like, this is not the Zoya that I'm thinking of right now. But um, right. I think, so I'm very excited to see if they continue the show, what they will do with her character development, because I think she's an incredible character and deserves all of the wonderful things. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. Her character, like, I mean, it's, it's amazing to watch her, especially from where we started with like her in Mean Girls. Yeah, she was a Mean she, Girl. Is where she started, and it's just her character is really cool to watch develop all the way through the Grishaverse. I am, I I love her character, and I love how, I love her story. Um, I yeah. love her strength, and I mean, come on, she like there was one part like I mean she walks she goes and walks into the fold by herself. Like, without, like, <laughs> like she's just, like, I'm going to go, like, after, like, after they destroyed Nova Krabirsk, right? Because that's where her, like, mm-hmm. she, like, walked into it by herself. That's a strong person. So Seriously. Yeah, I could not walk into the fold by myself. I won't even walk <laughs> into the fold. <laughs> so, what do you think about the Volker, by the way? Weren't those horrifying in the show? Oh, my gosh. So crazy. I, when I saw the trailer for... The first time my jaw just about hit the floor. I was like, this is, I mean, it was different from what I had imagined. You know, I think it's kind of impossible to match it up to what every single reader like thinks of when they think of Volcra, but they were wonderfully terrifying and just uh, like way better than I could have ever imagined. So I loved it so much. It was emotional seeing that stuff. I remember when they released the picture of Alina looking at the fold and I cried. Yes. Because just that was just an image in my head for so many years. And to actually see it. Yes. It was so incredible. And um, uh, so the show was so good. Yes. And um, so I forgot to ask you. I'm so sorry, Kendra. Um, what pronouns do you prefer that we use? Oh, I use uh, she, her pronouns. Okay. Awesome. And I love asking our guests this. Do you have a Grisha name or a Grisha title? Well, I have been thinking on this and I'm not sure about the spelling. Maybe you guys can help me with that, but I would probably go by Corporal Kai Kendra because I like the way it sounds and I would probably want to be a healer if I were in the Grisha verse. Although heart renders are very cool. I, I think healer fits better with my personality. I'm not sure. But. Yeah. Yeah, I totally see that. I'm trying to think of your spelling because that's the fun part. You should like, use a Y instead of the E. So K-Y. <gasps> okay, yeah, exactly. Because mine's E-R, E, I'm sorry, E-R-Y-K. So yours can be K-Y. K-Y. R. No, N. <laughs> K-Y. Well, I'll just try to spell. <laughs> I know. Basic spelling. PCs mm. with Grisha cast. We'll have to think on that. The spelling is the fun part, though. I Definitely I, a Y instead of the E. Yeah, because that's really cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, another question. If you were Grisha and you needed to get an amplifier. Yes. What? 
and what amplifier or animal do you think would be your amplifier? I know that's such a weird question, but like Ooh. it's it's intriguing to me to think that like huh. yeah. No, totally. I really love I'm a dog person. So I know I feel like this is kind of relevant for rule of wolves, but honestly, I would probably choose a wolf. I but I don't know what that symbolizes yet in Rule of Wolves, so I'm not even sure that that would match up perfectly, but I think wolves are amazing, and I love, love, love Matthias' story with um, Trassel. Not so much, yeah. you know, everything about it, but just their relationship. Um, and so, yeah, I think that would be really cool, but I think that the way of obtaining amplifiers is kind of insane, and I'm not sure I could even go through with any of that, so... But yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's the weird part. Because like you want an amplifier that's kind of that's from your familiar, but you have to kill them. So yeah, <laughs> well, you have this connection. So like, I mean, they kind of from King of Scars, I kind of got like they like you kind of become one. Like, I mean, that that animal lives on in you kind of like how the dragon that like, I mean, at the end of King of Scars, how like Zoya got the dragon from Juris. Like yeah. he's like a part of her now. I will say Terry and I, when we watched the show, I was very, very freaked out by the amplifier um, <laughs> in the show. I, that is not the way it was written in the book. In the book, it was jewelry, it's like cuffs yeah. and necklaces and collars, but not like, bones protruding out of your weird yeah yeah that was crazy yeah i i was pretty much beside myself when i saw that i was i mean i already knew like where we were going with you know alina's and the darklings relationship but that was that was a next level of insanity i agree it it really freaked me out like it made me like it just like it was really weird and it's it's just can't look at it no you i remember you were having problems like i was just like it, well it looks uncomfortable like just uh anyways yeah. so poor alina she's gonna have to have that forever like i mean yeah and she has to like wear the scarf over it you know, like she yeah. did in the book where she wears her scarf over it. Like, because that's going to hide it. Hide these. <laughs> and then she has to get other amplifiers. Like, so she's just going to, it's going to be hmm, interesting. Yeah. Body it's mod. Creep. So, yeah. yes, definitely. Um, kind of like the new kind of piercings. Um, how were you introduced to the Grishaverse? It was in my freshman year of high school and my English teacher was recommending books to me. And he was like, you need to read Six of Crows and uh, Red Rising. And I was like, no, I have so many books on my TBR right now, you know, but you know, thanks for recommending them. They sound cool. And he was like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. You need to read these books. I was like, all right. So randomly I chose Six of Crows to read first and instantly I was just like pulled in and never in my life had I been so attached to like the characters of a story and the plot was incredible and I was like I think this is my favorite book ever <laughs> and so obviously after I finished the Six of Crows duology I moved straight to Shadow and Bone 
and um, the rest is history. That's awesome. It the Grishaverse is an amazing world, and it just it it I don't know. There's just something about it that's just like I obviously it's magical, but like it draws you in. And I I remember specifically reading Shadow and Bone at a like at a specific part of my life when I needed it too. It was like it was. I don't know. It was just kind of emotional in a way when I think about it. And it's kind of cool to see where we are now. And um, these are cool stories. And um, I can't wait to see where they go. So, Yes. So before we let you go, we want to play a quick game with you. Okay. Okay. So I played this with Terry once. She thinks I'm crazy about it. Um, um, it is just word association, but I named it. Inferni Flame Association. So, okay. Because, you know, we got to have a Grishaverse twist. So oh, yes. I'm going to just say a word that has to do with the Grishaverse, and you just say whatever word comes to mind. Okay? Okay. Quick fire. Yep, quick fire. Exactly. Okay, so here we go. Are you ready? I hope, yes. I think so. Yes. Okay. Darkling. Kaz. <laughs> Fjordan. Matthias. Inej. Kaz. <laughs> Moritzova. Stag. Shadows. Bones. Apparat. Priest. Fallen. Darkling. Milo. The goat. Yay! <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Kaz was the only thing popping in my head. I know. It's, it's... <laughs> I literally, when you said Darkling, I thought of, oh, and I don't know um, if I can talk about this episode or not, but it has to do with Kaz and the Darkling. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, the standoff scene was the first thing that popped into my head. And I was like, yes. After that, I was like, there's what else can I say? You know? That was so cool. It's what to, we all needed. <laughs> yeah. To see that. That was amazing. It was awesome. So, well, Kendra, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. We are so happy that we were able to catch up with you, and um, we would love to have you on again. So, um, and next time you will be a part. You'll be one of the hosts. So you'll actually like. We'll be. Who knows what we'll be reading, and we'll we'll have some fun. So. so excited! Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute honor and a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much, Kendra. You have a wonderful rest of your birthday celebration. And um, yeah, everybody go check out Fallen on our website, please. Yes. It's amazing. You'll love it. We love you, Kendra. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I just love her. Oh. Okay. So we have to get started. Yes. I love Kendra and we like I get like lost into the conversation <laughs> with her and now we're like 20 minutes in and we're like okay, we got a show. Yes. So, um Otkazatsia. Yes. is episode 4. Okay, so quickly, they don't ever address in this episode what that means. I was about to ask you like I don't think I ever heard them say that word. No, they didn't. So as I was doing my reading today, mm. I found a fun little thing. It says, the word the philosophers use to describe people born without Grisha gifts, Otkazatsya, the abandoned. It was another word for orphan. 
So that's from the book, What Oat Kazatsia Is, in case anybody was wondering. I know most people have read All the right. book, but like just in case, it's one of those weird words that they don't Explain. tell you what it is. So that's what it is. So Mal would be an Oat Kazatsia. Yes. Y- yes. Yes. Right now? Yep. <laughs> yep. At this moment. Oat Kazatsia. He is an Oat Kazatsia. Which is like... Such a weird, like, I think it's so interesting that they named this episode that, and I feel bad if, like, for the people that haven't read it, like, they're probably like, what? What is that word? But yes. So, I don't know. Yeah. So, anyways, the the episode starts with, uh, we see the first army marching, Mm -hmm. and this whole episode has a lot of reading. Of letters. <laughs> uh, yes. I think that's why it's called Okazatia because it has a lot to do with Alina and Mao's relationship. Right. Um, but this is another one of those episodes where it goes back and forth and back and forth. Uh, I yeah. literally have like a like line by line, 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 and it's all different scenes. Um, but yes, Mal is now writing to Alina. He's not getting her letters. Like, it's very clear he's not getting her letters because he's like, why haven't you written me? I've written you three times. Haven't heard yeah. from you. And clearly the same thing's happening to Alina. Yes. She's not getting Mel's. So they both are like pretty, I, I mean, just worried about one another, but also going down a, a dangerous rabbit hole of pretty much thinking that the other person doesn't care at all. Right. And. But this is like a cool part too, because they're marching into like different cities. Um, and this is the first time we really get to kind of see where the people are drawing saints. We hear about this in the book, or we read about in the books a lot where they draw the saints or they're, they're painting it, but we actually see it. Mm -hmm. Um, and it says our saint has arrived with like a picture of Alina on it. And in Ravkin, it says our saint has arrived. And I actually went through and like translated. It's like via Sancta Saluhan. Um, but then somebody after everything had like been destroyed, had gone in and written too late. It's, it's really but that part isn't isn't actually in the alphabet, so I couldn't actually well, translate yeah, that one. But but yeah, we actually got to see. It's interesting, and they also like they say that they're because they're entering a town. They say Chernas, Chernas, mm-hmm. and that um, the Furtans are attacking at night. Yeah, but like, why? I exactly <laughs> like what it like i mean why like are they? My thought is that maybe they're like looking for Alina. That maybe they're like. They're going through all these towns, rummaging. But, like, surely they have to know that she's at the little palace. Well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're just mad and upset. Uh, They're Puritans. I don't know. But, yes, they never explain. (laughs) Yeah. They're just, they just keep on attacking little towns at nighttime. Yeah. Um, And the first army is just, like, running around trying to, like, save everybody. But it's not really. But they don't have, like, bulletproof coats like the Grisha do. Like, I mean, it's just sad mm-hmm. um and then they get a new directive yes that the they now um are gonna try someone needs to try to find Mortsova stag so the first uh-huh. army is given that directive and they're like find the stag and win a trip to the little palace hey I, it sounds great to me um but everybody thinks it's funny and made up because mm-hmm. it it i guess it they mentioned it's a part of a fable 
Yeah, and it's a story. It's not a real thing. Exactly. Yeah. And they say, like, the Sun Summoner was a fable, too. Mm-hmm. So now um, they're having us try to find this stag. And Mal, we know, like, he wants to go to the little palace and yes. wanted to, like, get there. Yes. And then luckily his friends were like, hey, like, you can't just leave and go. One, you can't get in there. You don't want to become you a deserter. Be yes. Mm-hmm. So, and that... So it's the perfect opportunity. So he volunteers as tribute. Yes, he is, he is tribute <laughs> to find this stag. All on his own. Oh, wow. Yep. Um, so he's got he's to find this stag, which, by the way, is just a drawing that he recognizes mm-hmm. that I'm assuming that he's seen Alina drawing throughout her life. Yeah, because she, in the last episode, she's like, Dear Mal, I've dreamt of the stag again. So in right. the show, they, um, I guess, have had these conversations that she dreams of the stag all the time. Mm. And so the picture that they show them at the First Army in this episode is one of her drawings. He recognizes it as one of her drawings. Um, and I think that also was like what made him want to volunteer because he's like, yeah. Oh my gosh, something Alina touched. Right, and obviously if it's, like, something she drew, yeah. then, like, it could be, like, something for her. Like, he, like he's yes. wanting to try, like, you know, I mean, that love. Mm-hmm. So then we go to the little palace, and Alina's up in her room, and Jenya enters and tells her, get out of bed, girl. You're you, going to go riding You're going to go horseback riding. <laughs> in a kefta. She, in a kefta. And look, <laughs> it's new. And... It's black. It's black. It is. So um, we actually have clip one. Let's show this, please. Why is he angry? This might do the trick. Black is his color, not mine. Anxious to be like everyone else. It'd be nice to know what it feels like someday, General. So, uh, <laughs> love that. So, in the book, <laughs> the black captain doesn't come out until the fate. Right. And it's a silk yeah. thing, but she actually does choose to wear that one. But also, but in the book, it, she does, like, at first not wear it at first. She doesn't right. want to wear any kefta at right. first. Like so, in the show, she's like anxious to wear a kefta. She's like, give me one now. Yeah. But in the book, she's the opposite. She's like, I don't want to. I don't want to wear a kefta. So she then like, of course, like surprises the Darkling walks out with her blue kefta on. And he's like, hmm, are you so anxious to just be like everybody else? Be like me instead. Yeah. So <laughs> weird. Uh, so, but this is also where he tells her to call him. Okay, so yes, this is a huge thing. Yes. Because he mentioned, he says his name. He says, don't call me like. Don't call me General Kerrigan. Call, call me, me Alexander. Alexander. 
that does not get revealed until Ruin the and Rising. The very end. Like, the very end. Exactly. Like, call me by my name. Whisper my name. And throughout the Grishaverse stories, like, his name is something that's, like, this myth. Like, when mm-hmm. if you read, like, the story of him as a kid, like, it it goes into, like, all the different names he's, he's had. Like, and, like names, Exactly. Yeah. So... To find out what his actual name was when we read it was really cool. But, like, here, yeah, just episode like, four. It's no just, big deal. There we go. No big um, deal. But, hey, this is interesting. So, um, then we go to Krabirsk, um with the crows in East Ravka um, after they barely made it across the fold. <laughs> uh, yes. They are in a They're in a bar and kind of trying to, like, I guess pretty much figure out okay what's our plan now we yeah. actually made it they gotta figure out how to get into the winter fit yes they do because they were gonna have nina but they, yeah that they happen to know more yeah um but ca- this is also where we say goodbye to someone very special in our lives oh yeah we're almost there so kaz finds out that krabirsk actually houses the blueprints to the little palace yeah. in this little town. So um, he's in, that's an idea. He's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, there we go. And now, yes, we are going to play clip two and say goodbye to someone very special. I leave you a bullet to remember me. Let's promise never to forget each other, my But I must go now. I leave you in the care of this lovely barmaid who needs your support here. No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Milo is like, oh, I love it. I know. And I still think I'm psychic because I posted that goat <laughs> picture way before the show came out. And. Anyways, Milo's adorable. Yeah. I hope he makes it through all the seasons. They're and gonna we eat get him. to watch him like, oh. They're going to eat him. Girl. I was scared. He, <laughs> They're they were... hungry. They need food. They're well, going to eat him. Don't eat Milo. <laughs> no, he's too cute. Come on. He's like, he. you can pick him as your Netflix icon. You can't I did. Eat him. I know. He's mine but too. Like, they are going to eat him. Like They're having to cross the fold to get food. They're not going to keep food as a pet. Just, it's just not going to happen. Jesper is not going to eat Milo. He's attached. He to... left him. Well, he left him because he's going on his. I know he left him with the barmaid. The barmaid is going to be like, y'all hungry? <laughs> I think he's going to come back. So. So Kaz at this point tells the conductor, here's some money. Go make friends. We yeah. need a ride. <laughs> exactly. Go do this. And then I love this next thing. We go Switch. to yeah. We go back to the little palace. We're back with the Darkling and Alina, and um, I love, love, love this. This um. So we're gonna play clip three. This is at the well. I'm just not sure I understand where this road leads. I do know how you feel. Let's talk about it. When I was a boy, I used to run away and hide here. Once I realized that I was a descendant of the most hated Grisha in Ravka. <laughs> I'd come here, throw a coin, make a wish in the fountain. 
Same wish. Over and over again. And I could be anyone else. So yeah, okay. That was that's interesting. Just I thought I thought it was done really well. I like the whole fact that like I mean there's this well, and then like he goes into the fact of like he's he's named after like I mean he's related to like the he's a descendant of the most hated Grisha ever. Right. Who he's talking about the black heretic. Supposedly. Um, and now we're going to go right back into the next clip, which it, they're still there. But this part is really neat because this is, this wasn't in the story, but it's the history of. You'll see. So let's play clip four. You know, it just from these old pictures. Of course. Every child learns a history, not just a Grecian. Hundreds of years ago, Nastas, the king hired a Grisha as his military advisor. Shadow Summoner. You can say it. The Black Heretic. The Heretic grew hungry for more power, and the king, fearing a coup, put a bounty on his head and any Grisha that stood by him. The Heretic knew he was outnumbered, so he attempted to create an army of his own using the same forbidden science Moritz Over once used to create his amplifiers. But he failed. He created the fold instead. And was killed by it, along with countless others. See, that's just awesome. I um, it I, is also. Can you imagine? Like, she doesn't know no. who she's talking to, but can you imagine? You're telling the story of what happened to the person <laughs> that is a yeah. horrible person. That would be <laughs> nerve wracking. It's a good thing she doesn't know who she's talking he's, to. It's so weird because I mean, he's he's just he's really really old. I mean, he looks great, but he's been around forever, uh-huh. and he has just, like, so much history, but, like, just, oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I think that history was kind of neat, because I don't, I don't remember reading that exact story about it, like, ever in the books, like, because they mentioned, like, a king's name that I never heard of, um, that I thought was kind of cool. We hear about, we read about the black heretic, but, like, yeah. I just think that was cool because it was like, you know, it's also like it's on a well and it happens to be there. And yeah, kind of cool stuff. And then she's like, I'm worried about failing. And then this is where the big line comes in. You and I are going to change the world, Alina. And then we cut out of that scene. Yes. And we go to Mal Packin for he's his trip. Writing another letter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or he's, or he's saying in his head or something. Yeah. He is saying we're, a letter. We're hearing it. Uh-huh. And um I hear it all the time, Mal. And then his good old buddies, Michael and Dubrov, Dubrov. say, Hey, you know what? We ain't gonna let you go do this by yourself. We're gonna come with you. Oh how nice. Okay. So he's got some company. And then like that's it for that scene. <laughs> yep. But we go to a really cool scene because this is my yes. favorite. We fu- we get Bagra. I mm-hmm. love Bagra. So um and we get to watch Bagra is just trying to like obviously like get her powers stronger and stronger question what do you think stacking books like on top of her like i mean just keep on putting like in her hands is gonna do i was thinking i was thinking maybe just to like make her uncomfortable because she she talks like in the show she's talking about how she shouldn't be training with botkin like she doesn't need to be like strength training or whatever so like i don't i don't know it just it, it made good tv is probably 
it, it was a good. I love that whole scene, but it, that one part just she's like putting books on top of it, and Lena's holding it. I'm like, what is that doing? What does that have to do with the sun? No so, idea. Anyways, um, so Alina's exhausted. Mm-hmm. Bogger's just tearing her apart. And so Alina then sits down with her besties for some din-din, or some food at least. <laughs> and she's just worried that she won't ever get strong enough. Um, we do have to remember, like, she's still really new to all this. Yes. Like, I mean. But she also, like, takes this time to talk about Mal. Yeah, she does like actually tell her best her friends about him. And... Everything will be better when he gets here. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and then we skip on over to the Royal Archives heist. Complicated heist time. <laughs> yeah, I am um, actually like paused this and wrote down like yeah, all of it. I did too. <laughs> okay, cool. Because <laughs> I was like. I didn't get it when we watched it because it just goes by really quickly. So the f- the funniest thing is the first thing you see, Kaz. Oh, my God. I know. Dressed up in this, like, I'm sorry. It's probably bad. Oh, anyway, but, like, he's a fancy pants sculptor. and he like, That is so, exa- <laughs> it's hilarious. That's not it Kaz. Is, it's very funny. And never would I have ever dreamed that we would see Kaz, like, pretending to be. No, but. It's good to see because they're in the in the books, they tell stories about things that he's able to accomplish. Right. He was able to talk people into this and whatever, and so but you don't know exactly what he had to do or how he had to dress or how he had to act. So it was kind of fun to see, like what, what links he's going exactly, to, like how far he went. Because yes. in the books, I've always just imagined it's just like he dark just and he beating everybody. <laughs> yeah. But this, he like actually gets like he's like okay, he's character. an actor exactly. <laughs> Um, let's get our costumes on. Yes. So he gets his costume on and he is just this famous sculptor named <laughs> Ivanovsky. And he just is, he's, des- he's designing a piece for the winter oh, fate. He needs the dimensions to make sure a sculpture will fit through the door. Cause it might be too grand. It might be, be too grand to too go through. Grand. So he's just like, please, I need to know how what <gasps> how big these the holes king. are. Mm. <laughs> Tell me how big your hole is. What are is? the dimensions of your hole? Of the I hole. need to know. So to put things in it. Okay. So what is interesting is um Kaz then like the like the guy's like, Okay, yeah, I'll um I'll go get it for you. Kaz has a circle of red phosphorus. Uh-huh. Have you ever heard of phosphorus? No. Okay, neither I mean, had I. Well, I mean, it's it's like a chemical. Yes. Okay, like I I actually asked my Alexa and it like started like reading yeah. the periodic yes. table. <laughs> so like um this is like I put it in the same category as like sulfur and it's pretty clever. I mean, obviously, like, I mean, I don't know where he got this and, like, how they came up with it, but apparently it's really light. He throws it, mm-hmm. it and it gets directly under that guy's shoe. I know. And then just leaves. And so he's walking with it, like, leaving a trail. Yeah. yeah. But you can't see it. Except it. Nope. Like, not yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. But, uh, like, during this exchange of Cass being all, like, <laughs> smiley and, like... <laughs> Oh my goodness, great. Fantastic. Yeah, I know. And it's then funny. like because when he gets it back, he's like he says something like about um 
may the saints but like the sun summoner like bless you yeah. or something and then, like the guy's like i don't really believe that and like kaz's like oh, neither am i i don't either i'm like um but yeah so so we've got the the little red disc thing but yes. then so the next thing is that jesper is going to go in after sunset dressing as security and it's so cute it that is outfit really cute. is adorable Jasper's just adorable. I know, and I love Jasper's like adorable. His outfit's just so cute. I know. I mean, he's he's perfect to dress with his long, lanky legs. Um, but so he his job is to turn out the lights, and yes. Inej is going to come in through the balcony, and she's going to come down all like Tom Cruise style, um, which is and then follow that phosphorus trail into the blueprint room, and they can't take it. Because he uses all the time, so she's going to make a copy of the blueprint. Yeah, with this mysterious paper and They're just going to bleed it. If you get it wet and then, like, put other paper on it, then it'll just transfer is basically what she's doing. Right. Um, but they get interrupted as she's trying to leave by the guards. Yes, and I actually had this as a scene that we were going to show, but I took it out because we had too many. But I thought it was so cool and clever to watch Inej yes. work that way because you got to finally see she does her wraithness yeah yeah she it was incredible she gets behind the guard and as he's moving she's moving behind him to keep out of sight it's like all sneaky ninja it yeah and um it, but it, it it's awesome it's really cool but it gets her locked in there <laughs> yeah it's neat to see her do that because like it, she does it through all the stories that we uh -huh. read but we never like to see it and like she's just pretty much is guessing like how he's gonna move like i mean it's just it was really cool but jesper does save the day yep um he um ends up like he sh like he, shoots, the, the he shoots the lock at the same time like the as the chimes yep go off yes that's exactly what happened there um and then all the, the three meet up and they all walk out of the little they all walk out of there with the blueprints yep so they heist got done it. yep heist is done so mm -hmm. We had one. So that's kind of cool. Yep. And now we go back to the little palace and we're in the Darkling's quarters. Mm. And the Darkling asks Fedor about Nina's Yes. Zenith, which is just really random. It's fun for us people that. It is, but it's yeah. just, it's just so random. I think it's, just, I think it's a way for them to incorporate Nina into the storyline because we've had issues before trying to do her storyline you know like we yeah. were like how old is she for this and I, right. yeah. um so i think it's actually kind of cool it is so the darkling says like i mean that she's she's special and she's, she's missing. one of the best yeah but she hasn't checked in and fedger says he wouldn't worry too much and the darkling's like uh nope i i want her alive and fedger's like we know her she's alive yeah <laughs> so and um Nina, like, I mean, she is an amazing character, and especially the actress that plays her. Oh, I really, yes. really, 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 really Danielle. like her. Yes. yes. Um, her and, oh, mm. <laughs> that video you sent me, I still watch it. <laughs> I love watching him with his little toothbrush dancing. Yes. I don't even listen to that music, but I was just like, oh. It's yeah, I, I knew you had to have it. He's so cute. So... <laughs> Um, then so, we go, yeah, we're back at the crows. Yep. The crows are looking over their map mm -hmm. and this is where 
the conductor who like actually helps them out. Um, so they're still trying to figure out how they're going to get into the winter fate. Mm-hmm. And it happens that they have, I guess like a talent troupe that is practicing in the same bar area. Yeah. And, um, they're looking at the map and you all of a sudden just see this woman just like, she just falls from the ceiling. She just falls yeah. from the ceiling. And, and that's it. Like, and the, the conductor yeah. smiles and then we go back to Mal um, and the two of them in the forest. And um, yes, they have magical stag poo. Uh, that was so entertaining to me that like weird. it is. Um, so it's it's obviously like frozen. It wouldn't smell, but like they find. He said it was dry. <laughs> it was it, magical <laughs> poo. Magical stag poo. Yeah, so he actually, one of the, I don't know which is I couldn't remember. I didn't know which one one it was either. One of them picks it up, and the other one is like, why do you have poo in your hand? And he was like, if we don't actually find this thing, and we go back empty-handed, at least I have magical poo. They're going to give me money for this because it's magical stag poo. He calls it scat. Yes. Magical deer scat. Scat is more of a scientific term. So, I Um, mean. But, yeah, so that's what we got for that. And that's that was all that scene. So hey, those <laughs> for those Grisha out there that can't find an amplifier, don't worry. Just go find an amplifier's droppings. Yep. Oh, that reminds me of like the Jurassic Park scene too. <laughs> when I just said droppings. Um, Alrighty. Yes. Okay. So um, back on the ship. Yep. Um, we're back on the ship, and Matthias Mat- brings her a little snack. He does, and like it she's looks so gross though. <laughs> yeah, and she's just. She's she's not having it. He admits that he wants he wants to ask some questions, yes. which is interesting because like he, I think he's trying to he's he's trying to learn a little bit more about the Grisha. Like I, I think yes. the way because I mean, he's are curious. your parents Grisha? Right. Were you born a witch or was it by choice? Right. And we know that he's. So so, like, he's very feared, and so he's been taught a lot of... Grisha are evil and should be burned at the stake, and that they kill Druskella and Fjordans every chance they get. Yeah, and I think Nina got into his head because I think when they talked about the trials, like, I mean, how, like, how he, many, he, he was saying yeah. that, like, well, you you have trial um, when you come to Fjorda, and she's like, yeah, but how many people, like, right. survive? How like, many are actually innocent? Yeah, so... I think it sparked some questions in his head. And but she's, Nina's not having this. No, like, she's feisty. She is sassy. Mm. She's not having it. Um, so he, so Matthias again is like, all right, well, let me ask you about the Darkling. Nina's like, nope, uh-uh. I'm not a traitor. Not giving you any answers. So Matthias actually gives her the snack anyway. It looks like a little piece of bread or something. To me, it looked like a fish. Like, a fish? <laughs> like a whole fish. Anyway, cod. I don't know. Ugh, cod, yes. That's so feared so, in them, too. <laughs> My cod. So um, so he gives her a bite of the food, and he's like, "Wasn't see, that wasn't so bad. Um, she spits it in his face. Yeah, she's, she's feisty. And so he's like, all right. See ya. You're going to want it sometime. <laughs> Eventually, you're going to eat. You're going to want this. <laughs> yeah. So then we go back to the bar in Krabirsk. Yep. And we learn a little bit more about what happened. So mm-hmm. the conductor pretty much like 
put this whole shenanigans together. The so I didn't know what this was called. Um, flying on silks. Yes. Okay, I had no clue. So yeah, she's on the silks. Yes. So that that was new for me. So for listeners, if you didn't know what she's doing. It's called Flying on Silks. I guess I'm the only one. Whatever. I thought it was beautiful. And I was just like, I didn't know it had a name, Flying on Silks. Um, the conductor pretty much planned the whole thing yes. for... He like, caused the performer to fall. Exactly. Um, by pouring something on it. Yeah. Made it slippery. So then like... Now they need someone new. Who will they and ever they find? Just, yeah. So they just look at Inej. I'm sorry, but I mean, like, I. Well, the conductor brought him over. Like, the conductor, this guy's name is Marco, and he right. is the leader of these players. So, like, he actually went to Marco, and right. I th- he was like, "Hey, looks like you're gonna need a new performer. Why don't you walk over here with me?" But how does he know that Inej can do that? I don't. They've probably had conversations. maybe conversations. That's right. Um. So that is kind of cool, uh-huh. and and she um. So she gives a little show. She does. And then we find out that um, in order for them to be part of it, everybody's got to have some part of this. Yes. So Jesper then, he I, he takes a playing card and has it in her mouth and shoots it. Yes. Shoots it right. Shoots out of her mouth. And so he's in. Yep. And then they look at Kaz and he's like, nope. <laughs> I got my own way in. He's like, no, thank you. (laughs) I'm not going to. I've already done acting today. (laughs) Yes. And so real quickly, like seeing that card, the playing card, I would kill to like if someone would work with me and design a like deck of cards from like, I don't know. I'm sure someone will do that. that I'm sure it'll be on Etsy at some point. That'd be so cool to do, you know? Um. Anyways. Okay, so then we go back to Bagra's hut, and this is where we Bagra is still trying to like get Alina to like yes get her power. Yes. And this is going to this is our clip six. So our own people turning their backs on us. Oh, I'm sorry. That is not clip six. That is not clip five. Oh, okay. I mean, yes, five. Yeah, maybe I went. To, I'm sorry. Hey, yes. This. I think I need an amplifier. Something to boost my strength. You can't write a doorway on your own. What would you amplify? When Kerrigan touched me. General Kerrigan can't be your crutch forever. And the use of amplifiers is a barbaric, lazy you know, you practice. You could at least try to be encouraging. I'm not your mother. But I guess you'll always be looking for one of those. There she is. Welcome. I love it. Because one, like, I love Bagra, but I think it's cool the way that, like, she already, like, talking about, like, using an amplifier's cheating. But in the book, it's her that wants Alina to have an amplifier. In the book, she is begging the Darkling to get her an amplifier. Well, someone obviously has re-read Shadow and Bone. Yes, they have. Thank you very much. Um, yo, and I'm so trying I'm trying to read yeah. along as we're going through here. Um, but yes, in the book, um, she talks really? to Alina about the amplifiers 
And then she begs the Darkling to find her an amplifier. And so then Alina then hitches her wagon onto that, too. And she's like, yes, yes, I need an amplifier. But then at that point, Darkling says, you need the stag. I'm finding the stag for you. I remember that. And they're like, no, just get me any amplifier. It doesn't matter. I just need anything. I can't wait for this magical stag if it exists. So that's where that comes in. She... In the in the show, Bagra's like it's barbaric, but in the book, she's the one that starts this whole like she needs an amplifier. Yeah, it, I think it's neat because just from the like most recent novels, like the his, like learning about the amplifiers and like you know, I I just think that's so cool how it. I think it's neat. I love Bagra. I love that. I love the actress. I don't know her name, but she does an incredible Bagra. I will. N- like, she is who I will always picture. And I want more Bagra stories. <laughs> I really do. Like, that woman is amazing. Yeah, she was in the book more than she was in this yeah. season. Um, But she gave her, like, some sort of tea. Yeah, which, which like... I'm... takes her back to the orphanage yeah. of the day that the testers came. To find out what happened. Like to Yes, to find out what happened. So they can't test Mal because he has an injury. They mm-hmm. said that they that an injury, they explain in the show that if you're injured, it's not going to work because they use an injury to get it out of you. Exactly. They use So pain. if you're already hurting, then it's not going to do work. anything for you. So they want to um they obviously remember they tried to run away. Um yes. and they're going to they're going to try to at this point too. They're like, "Let's run away. We can't hide forever, but we're going to run away." Um, but then like this mug breaks right. and they get Anna comes in and they get caught and they drag her back in there. Um, and it shows in the show that she uses part of like a, a, part of, a shard it, to cut her hand yep. because she had heard. Yeah. So exactly. That I think if she hurt. If she, if she's concentrating on that pain, then the pain that they will use to try to get the power out wouldn't affect. So. Thinking about this, I was very curious because Eric and I had had conversations about did Alina know if right. she was right. a Grisha or not? Because, like, I don't think either one of us had really caught on to that. And we were like, yeah, maybe she did. Uh, but in my reread, I find this memory in the book where she says, the woman in red slides her hand down my wrist. I feel a sudden rush of pure certainty wash over me. I stop struggling. A call rings through me. Something within me rises up to answer. So, yes. Yeah. She feels it. She doesn't know she's a sun summoner because she's never let her power out. But at this moment, she feels that she is a Grisha. Um, And so, apparently, she's able at that point to, like, push it down. Yeah. And then on the next page... Um, she says, I had made my choice. I pushed my power down and held it there each day with all my energy and will without ever realizing it. I'd used up every bit of myself to keep that secret. And that's how, like, what's really cool is that's the way that Lee describes the power, like, through those novels with Alina. Like, I mean, like, how it's, like, something she can push down and she feels it. Right. Like, literally, like, and it's it's really cool. I um I can't remember. I love it. There's some part... In it's maybe it's at the very end of Shadow and Bone when she like really lets her power out where the description of that of 
her right. honing in on that power. Yes, it's like her. Like she lets it release. And but, then it's so cool. But yeah, so we know for certain yeah, she knows. that she knew yes. and that she has spent her entire life holding it down. Yeah, exactly. She yeah, she's been scared of it. She's um and then in the show, I mean, obviously she knew too because I mean, she's trying to get them to run away. Like she know like I mean, she had to know. Yeah. So so I thought that was interesting. So I had to share that with all of you. Which is really interesting because do we ever hear about Alina's like family? Like I mean, like we do it. So we do at the very end. Remember, they go back to the um, the town with the two mills. Right. That's at like the very end. But do we know anything about like her? Like... I don't think we know one hundred percent, but we do start to know a little bit. Right. Yeah. Um. So at this point, too, Bagra. Um. No, hold on. Where am I? <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> hold on. Yes, Bagra says, um, you. You are holding back, mm-hmm. and you're holding back for Mal, basically. Like, because she says, "Who are you holding back for?" And we know it's Mal because she keeps thinking about it. Right. So I think this is where she starts to kind of get in her brain about, oh, she- maybe I need to let this go. Exactly, which is a really cool lesson that, you know, I mean, she's been holding on to this like fantasy mm-hmm. of Mal, suppo- like in the. In the novel, it's very clear that she has a crush on Mal. In the show, I feel like they didn't really, like... I, I feel like it's almost worse in the show. Really? Because, like, the way they look at each other. And... See, I feel like it was worse in the book because of, like, the way, like, she's just, like... I, I don't like it at dope. all anyway, so it's all, it, the whole thing is worse. <laughs> well, it's weird because we know they've, like... They're all that each other has. They've been best yes. friends forever. At the same time, like, it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's that love story, you know. So. so, at this point, we go right back to the palace where she finds Kerrigan. Yes. At um, the war room. She can't sleep. Mm-mm. So, she gets up. And I I thought this was really neat because I, um, I you know, I'm a big dork. So, the war room was neat to me. I um, have a still picture of that. It's picture one. If, and... That that table is so cool because I just like I never imagined them actually doing that and like the way that supposedly they've got the fold on mm-hmm. there and it's just like it's really cool to me. Um, I would I would die to have that in my house. <laughs> it wouldn't fit in. Oh like, gosh, no. But like, how cool? Yes, that is. Um, cool. Alina um, asks. If the map is, like, current, because, like, I mean, it's showing where, like, all the different, like, people, like, places are and people. And um, the Darkling is like, yeah, and that they're, unfortunately, what Ravka would be okay if they weren't divided right now. And he starts talking about how West Ravka has a general that is trying to, like, pretty much separate themselves from... Ravka yes. and be it be independent which is totally new yes and I think it's kind of neat um there is a picture of it but like they show this general and I tried to translate it but not all of the letters right. are letters so I mean here's this general but I don't know what to tell you his 
that says because only three, four of those letters actually are in the alphabet. That the, very, very first one. Yeah, the very first one on the left. That is nowhere in my um Ravkin alphabet. So no. someone's made a typo. Uh-oh. But anyways, it's interesting. And um you got your clip. So, we do have this clip Six. um because yes, this is um the Darkling and Alina and it's kind of it's neat because we see the Darkling showing and letting out some emotion. So, next clip, please. Our own people turning their backs on us. Alexander. I have been fighting this war alone for so long. I've buried so many good soldiers, friends. The coffers are running dry, the noose tightens, and our own people are turning against Grisha just as their kin once did. So interesting because I mean it's like the Darkling's letting down like a little yeah. like I mean he's we get to see the softer side. Yep, and then she obviously shows him a little bit about of the power she's been learning. Like, yeah, she's doing the "you're not alone" thing, like he said to her. Yep. Um, but this is where he like he takes her face in his hand and he gets real close to her and it's all sexy and he's like. I've been waiting a long time for you. Woo. If that doesn't make you feel something, you're broken. Because that was hot. I also thought it was interesting because it was very unexpected to see the shadows start coming. Like, to, like his anger. Like, yeah. he really, like, had, like, there's a lot of history built up in there about, like, because he says, like, so many people, so many of my friends have died and, like, over this, like, war. And Yeah, but I also kind of think that's, a little Fake. bit of a show because he's lived a long time. He knows how to, I think even Bagra says that at some point oh, where yeah. like he knows how to manipulate you. Exactly. He's been around for a long time. Yeah. So You're... I think part of that is show. It is. I, I, I agree. I think the Darkling's just such an interesting, interesting villain character that we just kind of watch. Yeah. So um, the next two scenes go by like super quick. Yes. We're back in the ship. A strong yep. storm is about to break the ship. The captain comes up and he's like, yo, Matthias, kill these Grisha because they're about to get loose. Yep. And he clearly has an issue with that. And we jump back into the forest with Mal and they're crossing into Fjordan territory. And we jump back into Alina. <laughs> yes. Not getting Mal's letters either. And she's starting to think that Mal doesn't like her. So like the, the scenes are starting to change Lord. in her brain. Her memories are a little changed now where he's let go of her hand. He's walked away from her. He doesn't look at her the same way. So she's starting to question that relationship at this point because of Bagra's words. She's putting all these little things together, like things he said and like tying it together. Mm -hmm. And she's just seeing that Mal is standing in her way. And this is our very last clip. Needing anyone else is
did go. Now the world begins. Amazing. So her letting go of Mal in a way is um, letting her power to be more free. Exactly. It's Um, been holding her back. So... Go back to Mal and the tracking. This yeah. is the this is. Uh, I'll try to do this really quick. Yeah, this is really really interesting. Where he says when she was in the tent, and the light shot up, that yep. he knew it was her because he heard this high tone. Yes, and when they had held hands as kids, he would hear that tone in the back of his head. Yep. So that kind of gives it away too. That like, I don't know foreshadowing things to come but i thought that was a really interesting thing to add in there so he hears this tone uh-huh and he like they're like it's snowing and it's just him and his friends and unfortunately um they get attacked by fjordan yes and the fjordan's attack yes and they kill michael and dubrov yeah. unfortunately with his machine gun yes they um mal actually survives he does get shot though he does, and but he barely survives, mm-hmm. and the very, well, I mean, like, so a lot of stuff is going back and forth. They're <clears throat> showing Alina, and yeah. they're showing Mal. One important thing that they're showing with Alina is Alina goes to Jenya and yeah. says, I want you to um, erase this scar on That's my hand. That's huge, because you can't get that back. Right, and she made such a big deal about yep. wanting to keep it. And then we go to Mal, and Mal's friends are dead, yep. and... All of a sudden, the stag walks out from the mm-hmm. forest. and while, while Mal is saying, He's reading. You're my true north. So I've got this quote. Um, um, Alina, if you get this letter, know that when I told you about true north, I was talking about you. You are my true north, and I can see my way to you now. Blah. End episode. And um, yeah, so a lot going on in there. Um, but it... um. Still amazing stuff. Yep. Still, still great. So, um, well, Woo. now I think it's time for us to talk to our Grecian in the field. Ooh. I uh, know. It's time for some news. Grecian cast news. <laughs> I know we changed it up a little bit, but we're still going to say it. Hey, why, why change it? I mean, that was kind of cool, though, right? Do you like that? For those watching the video, it looked like Inferno Flink. Yes. I liked it. Hi, Alex. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> how are you? I'm all right. How are you guys? We are good. We are, we're excited to hear about some news. Mm-hmm. Um, real quickly, actually, before you say anything, we, Grisha Cast has news because we have a new logo. Hope you guys enjoy that. <laughs> Yay! It's fabulous. I love it. Thank you. Well, it, yeah, it took a lot of work. We all worked hard on that. So, all right. So, this week we don't have much, but we do have some big ish news continuing on with what happened a few weeks back with the brown face situation. Both Jesse Maylee and Eric, the producer, released their own personal statements regarding the matter. And it was handled well. I believe Jesse's was more personal than Eric's was, but it affected Jesse more than it affected him. Wow. We also got more posts coming from the Shadow and Bone Instagram. 
we got Jesse who plays Alina and Amita who plays Inej interviewing each other. Like we had Danielle and Callahan last week. Um, we have Jesse, Archie, and Ben reading passages from Shadow and Bone that correspond with each of their characters. And it is adorable. They're in costume and it's just, yeah. That's great. Last but not least, we have some really cool behind the scenes stunt videos. So when they're practicing their stunts and rehearsing for those scenes, they're insane. I love to watch them. I love them. That That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's weird because we had so much news all at once, and now it's going to kind of start to, like, dwindle down a little bit. But still, like, I mean, I um, I didn't know that um, those other videos got released. I'm glad to hear that other people spoke out. I um, I was lucky when Lee posted her, like, live on Instagram. I, like, that was, like, perfect timing. I was, like, it was my 10-minute break, and, like, she, I, I was able to watch it, and... I was very, I thought it was awesome because she spoke from the heart and shared about it. And I just thought it was cool because you could tell, she even said, I'm not supposed to do this. People told me not to, but like, that's how cool Lee is. You know, I mean, she, she knew that something had to be said and she's just such a, an amazing activist that she couldn't just not say anything. So exactly. Yeah. I'm glad that things are being spoke. It's being talked about now. And because ignoring something like that, that's the worst thing. Like, you can't pretend it didn't happen. Like, it did. And it hurts people and it affected people. And you have to talk about these things. So I'm glad to hear Eric Eric said something. Yes, absolutely. Well, um, well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for our news, Alex. And... Um, yeah, so we'll see you next week. We sure will. See you guys. Have a good one. <laughs> Woohoo. Bye, honey. So before we go, we've got one listener thank you. Instagram, I'd like to thank Elizabeth Laurel. Oh, thank you. Yes. And yeah. So thanks for listening. Woohoo. Next week, next episode. We'll We're halfway here. through. We are. We're ready. <laughs> we got to it. To say goodbye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No, no mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and Patreon at GrishaCast. A very special thank you to the GrishaCast staff, Chris, Alex, Sid, and Amber.